Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Nerd Party. Scully? Yes? Marry me. I love you and I like you. I love you and I like you. I love that woman. I love her more than sharks love blood. I love you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Nerd Nuptial Episode 15. We thank you so much for everything that you do for this show because, you know, like, we, we appreciate you guys understanding that we're a little late today. And uh, your your messages of support came flooding in after we released that that little announcement last night where we were just traveling all weekend and I was I was sick still kind of am sick but it's it's cool I'm 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 doped up on Advil and Sudafed so you sound a little less pathetic today uh, ju- just a little less just a little than, bit yeah just a little less but no no less than normal I should say <laughs> or I should say others would say. But we just want to thank you guys because uh, you gave us your well wishes. You hope that our traveling went well. You hope that I'd feel better. So we appreciate that. And we also want to show our appreciation back to you because we just got another five-star review. Yay! And that is from Morgan Esterbrook. And she says that we are bringing Nerdy back. Which I immediately want to do a parody song. But I feel like we might be... (laughs) Eight years too late. I was going to say. Yeah, not exactly relevant, but it's cool. It's cool. Uh, But yes, we thank you, Morgan, for your five-star rating and your review. And we ask you guys that if you you like the show, if you're enjoying the show, please go to iTunes and give us a review. And uh, if you don't have iTunes, there's a couple of people out there who have contacted me and said, hey, I don't have iTunes. What can I do? Just talk about the show. Uh, You know, tell your friends about it. Share some links. Uh, anything that you can do. I mean, the the best way that you can help us out is by giving us a review and talking about us with your friends and recommending it to others. Thank you. Now, uh, we teased what we were going to talk about in the announcement, and we were going to talk about what divides our household. That's right. What, uh, what, what tears us asunder as a couple <laughs> with pop culture. But before we get into that, I have some interesting news. What's that? That is Harley Quinn news, which is your favorite type of news. That is my favorite type of news. I'm excited. So as we all know, Suicide Squad is coming out soon, very soon, but it's not out yet. And a lot of people have been talking about the Joker and Jared Leto's portrayal and what he's gone through. And everyone constantly talks about his quote unquote process. And it's getting kind of annoying. So (laughs) it was refreshing to see some non-Joker Suicide Squad news, and that is in the realm of Harley Quinn solo movie. And actually, I shouldn't say solo movie, because uh, what people are reporting is that there's going to be a, a, a spin-off se- movie, not a sequel to Suicide Squad, but, you know, like another altogether entity 
involving Harley Quinn and some other female characters. It's going to be female centric, which I think is really, really cool. And the, the, there's not too many details coming about, but they think that they're, it's going to involve, it's definitely going to involve Harley Quinn and maybe Batgirl. And uh, some people are thinking birds of prey. So what do you think about this information? Well, I love the idea of a girl centric movie from the DC universe. I want to reserve some judgment because I haven't seen Suicide Squad yet, but it excites me. Like the idea of it sounds really cool. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way where uh, I it's just, <laughs> you know, people have been texting me and messaging me all day saying like, <laughs> hey, you know, you must be really excited. The girl must be really excited. And it's it's just kind of it's just kind of interesting because. You know, we're big Harley Quinn fans, but at the same time, we haven't seen Margot Robbie's interpretation yet. Yeah, and that's the thing is I, I kind of want to see that first before I get super excited because if I hate her interpretation, then it could just be frustration to know there's right. another movie. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, like uh, some people <laughs> some people are saying, oh, this definitely shows confidence in Suicide Squad, the movie. And I'm kind of I like I if... If it was before Batman v Superman, I would have said, yeah, absolutely. I think that absolutely shows confidence in Suicide Squad. But these are the same people that saw confidence in Zack Snyder and gave him the Justice League movie. True. <laughs> so, you know, like, again, like, I, I know that some people, uh, some people have been referring to our uh, Civil War episode as my come to Jesus moment when it comes to Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> when I have a hard time rationalizing that there's a better Captain America movie out there than a Batman in the than the latest Batman film, uh, but yeah, I, I'm the same way. I, I'm going to reserve judgment. I, I'm excited for Margot Robbie's portrayal to see what she does in Suicide Squad, and I am super excited about seeing Batgirl done right on screen. I think I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I I think it's a great idea and. I really hope that it's successful. Um, I think I'm just a little bit, uh, I don't know, hesitant just because of the recent DC movies that I just really hope that they do a good job. Yeah, I really I really do think that, I, I, I don't know if I should say think, I just hope that Suicide Squad will be a turning point where Suicide Squad will be like, it's cool. You know, like, DC is not, you know, like, it's not going down the tubes. You know, we know a lot of you didn't like Batman v Superman, but we, we're, getting other di we're getting other different kinds of directors. You know, it's going to be cool. It's going to be good. You know, yeah. like, it's going to be interesting. Absolutely. So I'm hoping that that's what Suicide Squad does. Yeah, I hope it kind of rejuvenates the franchise to kind of go in a different direction mm -hmm. that will kind of combat some of the negativity that has been coming from you know the batman universe recently yeah yeah absolutely i think and, and you know that's really all that we can hope for but we also don't want to prop up suicide squad too much because we, we don't want to see it as a savior as a messiah for for the for the dc universe because at the same time if it it's kind of like how i was with force awakens you know like i don't want to i don't want to build it up so much that it disappoints me because it's not perfect that's true and it's so protective of especially harley quinn that mm -hmm. i just i just have to have be full of hope right now just have to i feel like they're dc's kind of in a win-win where i feel like less people will will think it's going to be perfect and more people will just be hoping that it's better than batman v superman <laughs> that's true it's probably true so that might actually i still be have really favor. high hopes though so oh. yeah i do too i know i talk a big game 
about not putting it up too much, but it's all it's all farce and smoke and mirrors because secretly I'm screaming inside that all of this is happening. <laughs> and also, just today they re- it was either today or yesterday they released a trailer for their whole new line of Suicide Squad pop funkos. Really? Yes. Well, let's go to hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> All the all the hot topic CEOs are just printing money. That's, That's how right. they're doing. That's just right. printing money with the Suicide Squad trailer. Oh man! And we fall victim to it. So whatever. It's so funny about it's just I think that it's such an interesting twist where hot topic used to just be for like the the downtrodden, the outcasts, and the goths and the and everything like that. You know, like the guys wearing black skinny jeans. Now you see like middle aged moms. And, you know, preppy us. kids and us, you know, and, you know, like 20 somethings, you know, just who are obsessed with Batman, you know, like, and you have all these Doctor Who fans. And it's just it's become just a pop culture mecca now with just a little bit of goth. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> we always have to go there uh, every time we go to our mall. It's true. Every single mall we go, not just our mall, every single no, mall we go to, mall. we're like, oh, do they have a hot topic? Let's see what kind of pop merchandise. And- right. What T-shirts do they have? Yeah. Yeah. What what black skinny jeans can I funnel myself into? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a joke, ladies and gentlemen. People wondering. I don't actually wear black skinny jeans. Oh <laughs> uh, well. So excited about that. But let's just go ahead and move into our topic because you guys. Oh my gosh. I whenever I reach out to you guys and say, Hey, do you, what do you want the girl and I to talk about? Everyone always says, oh, talk about what you always talk about what you like. You know, you should talk about what you don't like. And I don't know why we live in such a negative world, girl. I don't <laughs> I understand. Well, I think there's something to that because we, we do have really similar tastes. And I think that the things that do divide us, we definitely have to kind of give and take. And you know, either it's taken time when one of us has come over to the other side <laughs> or we kind of just like give each other days where we watch each other's shows. But for the most part, we have really similar tastes, which we're really fortunate, I think, in our relationship to have. Yeah, I don't even know if we necessarily do the thing that you just mentioned where we give each other days for each other's shows. Like, I don't I don't think we really do I that. Your I... birthday, your birthday. Yeah, on my birthday, I get to watch one Star Trek episode that you have to watch with me. You're so giving. I kind of feel, I honestly, I've been hesitant to mention that I don't like Star Trek because I feel like so many of our listeners are Star Trek fans that I feel like I'm going to lose so much like nerd cred that I, I've been so hesitant to like even mention it. <laughs> I, I know, like I, we've hinted at it in previous episodes. I but know. This is the episode where you come out as a betrayer of the nerds i know i i think that's why i've been hesitating doing this episode (laughs) you you know i host my own star trek show right i do i know and i've listened before but it's just nonsense to me because i have no idea what you're talking about (laughs) you're like what's a neelix (laughs) yeah it yeah ladies and gentlemen uh that has probably been the biggest rift in our marriage yeah and you know what? If that is our biggest rift, you, you not liking Star Trek, I think we're doing okay. Well, no one in this world can be perfect. And so <laughs> if I like Star Trek too, it just would be like you couldn't handle it. Yeah, I'd probably explode. Like, 
12 like there would be a rip in the space-time continuum That's speaking right. of Star Trek where 12-year-old Tristan <laughs> would implode back in 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 the 90s and and then future Tristan would never exist. So you're That's actually right. saving I am. me. You're saving I'm my saving life you. by not liking Star Trek. <laughs> no, I I feel bad not liking Star Trek just because it is so important to you. It and is. so <laughs> I feel really bad that it's not something that I, too, enjoy. I guess, I don't know. I, I just don't enjoy it. And so I just feel bad. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask the question because I'm going to call you out in front of all of our listeners. Aww. Why do you not like Star Trek? I guess it's nothing in particular. Like, I, I, I like everything that Star Trek stands for. And I think that the concept is awesome. But... It just doesn't interest me. It's cool. You just don't like multiculturalism, feminism, oh my gosh, you know, that's strong what I'm opinions. Saying. I, I approve of everything <laughs> it stands for. I think it's all good stuff. I just, I don't know. Like, there's just certain things you're just not into. And Star Trek's one of them. I'm just not into it. I guess, I guess Next Generation, I, I'm more into, I like, if I could watch an episode, I'd watch a Next Generation episode. But I just... I feel terrible because I only we on your birthday every year you, you watch one Star Trek episode or two and I feel so bad that that's when you get to watch your Star Trek episodes other than when I'm like not around right. I just feel bad I need to I honestly I probably this is kind of like like a a moment where I probably should just like give you more of your Star Treks I feel really bad now you know what <laughs> as I constantly say to you and now the audience uh, will know i am the freaking giving tree of husbands <laughs> is how i describe myself you guys might see that as pompous i see it as realistic no you I really are and i give and i give you really do i i i organize I totally your entertainment you needs i set up the dvds and the blu-rays for you i i, know. I give you i give you a I, I say hey baby what do you want to watch and you're like i don't know give me 15 examples that i can turn down i go sure thing baby that's what i'll do i'll go and grab a list <laughs> i know i know i it's funny because i pretend to be i could pretend to be so like nonchalant about like oh yeah let's watch whatever but it's kind of like that idea of like when when you want to figure out what you want to eat. I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. I, I feel like what anything. And then you list some things. And I'm like, no, not that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the opposite. So until you give me choices, then I'll just like knock them down. And then I'll <laughs> no. get to exactly like, no, I feel like pizza. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's pizza. Yeah. You say like, and when I call you on it, you're like, well, I was giving you the opportunity to get it right. That's Tristan. right. Yeah. You should know by now that I always want pizza. <laughs> so yeah, Star Trek, big rift in the marriage. It's kind of a big deal in my life. Um, it is. I'm, I'm glad that you recognize that because I'm literally well, flying to a place that I've never been before in my entire life. Just to celebrate Star Trek. I supported and you though. Nerdum. I was like, baby, yeah. you you buy that ticket. You you go to that convention. I I was supportive. I'm supportive of your of your love for Star Trek. It's true. Yes, you yes, you are. Yes. I have to give you I credit am. for that. You are very supportive of my love for Star Trek. You you recognize that like once we go into the office, it's covered yeah. with Star Trek on the walls. Yeah. That I spend stupid amounts of money on Star Trek. You're very understanding. Yes, I, I have to am. give you that. I just don't want to be included in the world. <laughs> 
So many, yeah, so many people have asked me, like, hey, is the girl coming to Vegas too? And I'm like, why? Why would she want to That would come be a huge waste of money on our part. <laughs> Such a huge waste of money. Oh. Although it would be really cool to meet some of the people that have interacted with us online. So, I again, I feel, I almost feel bad that I'm not into Star Trek because it's like this disconnect from our fans because I know so many of them do like Star Trek. So, I feel yeah. bad. <laughs> it's all right it's all right i think they can forgive you because you're a huge star wars nerd that's true that's that true. that was actually like if star trek was a rift star wars was the band-aid that's right that's right yeah i feel like you know we we nerded out really hard to star wars i mean we've told that story about how i saw the picture of you yeah. as princess leia on halloween and i was just like i totally am gonna marry this woman but th- this episode is about what divides us so we're gonna move on from star trek all right and just recognize that that's a failing of yours and then move on. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) But let's, okay, let's talk about, okay, so when we first started dating, um, I I feel like you were much more willing to say yes uh, to my, to my nerdiness, to my, to my pop culture needs. I feel like I would pitch you shows, say like, hey, we should watch this. And you're like, yeah, totally, because we're in a new relationship. Well, yeah, and I'm I didn't have the nice. ring on my finger. So, of course, I'm going to say like, <laughs> yes, like, let's watch that. I watched whole like series with you <laughs> before we got married. And I didn't find this out until later that you hated these shows. Like uh, Nip Tuck comes to mind. We watched all of Nip Tuck together. All of it. When we were dating. And you hated it. Well, I didn't hate it. I just, no, I, I didn't like it. No, I didn't. There's yeah, like yeah. six seasons, right? I know. I was really show? dedicated. I was really good to you. I was a given tree back then. Not anymore. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now you got the ring on your finger, so it doesn't matter. That's right. I can do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, what happened was, is that like, okay, that was, okay, we graduated a while ago. And mm-hmm. so we watched that when we first started dating and we've been together for about 10 years. So that was about like nine years ago. And, and then it wasn't until like a couple of years ago when <laughs> Nip Tuck came on Netflix and I was like, oh, it's in HD. We should watch it again. And you go, mm, no. And I, and I, I, I was like, okay, maybe another time. And I kept, I kept pitching it to you and you're like, you just kept saying no. And I was like, what's the deal? And you go, ah, sweetheart, I don't actually like Nip Tuck. <laughs> And and you told me why because you thought it was too. Um, it was too sexual. Yeah, too sexual, too um, over the top, and yeah. I felt so guilty that I exposed it's very you. Very over dramatic a lot of times, and it's in its like interpretations of different scenes. It's like very over over the top. Yeah, it's that's the thing is that like Nip Tuck is one of those shows where if the people style came, is cool. Yeah, the aesthetic is very cool. The storyline it's very it's very much like a sexy soap opera, and totally. But, People would come to me and say, oh, what do you watch? And I say, Nip Tuck. They're like, oh, is it a good show? Do you recommend it? I go, no, I don't recommend it, but I love it. And they're like, what are you talking about? You shouldn't watch this show. It's too over the top. It's too sexy. It's too violent. You shouldn't watch it. And they're like, well, why are you watching it? I was like, listen, just shut up, okay? Mind your own business. <laughs> it's okay for me, but not for you. It yeah. was. To- it's, it's totally one of those things where I know my mom does not want me to watch this show, <laughs> but I did it anyway. So and- true. 
But then I felt so guilty when you told me that. I felt like such a jerk. Because that was like years later, too. Years later. Because if you told me, oh, sweetheart, this is too much for me. I'm not I'm not comfortable with this. I would have turned. I would have hit stop immediately. Okay, but back then, I had to prove how hardcore I was. <laughs> you didn't know how hardcore I was. So I had to prove it to you. Oh, Come I on. still feel guilty about that. I still feel bad. <laughs> well, my college uh, show that you didn't like was much tamer <laughs> and much more for the masses. Yes. Um, mine was Lost. Uh, every night when, well, whenever Lost was on, I can't remember which night it was on when we were in college, but... Thursdays, I think? I think so, possibly. Yeah. It was a weird weeknight. Anyway, I... <laughs> this just shows that we were meant to be together. I would do my absolute best to find an apartment where no one was to watch Lost... And I remember several times, one particular time where I like ran to your apartment during commercial break because my roommates had come home and they were really loud and obnoxious. Not my not my actual friend who was the roommate, but there was like other girls that we were living with at the time. And they were like commenting on every single thing that was happening in my show. And <laughs> Lost was one of those shows you can't just like casually watch and like comment. You have to like watch dedicate you would be dedicated mm-hmm. and it just shows that we're, we're supposed to be together because i could not stand the people <laughs> was in my living room so i like bolted across campus ran so i can make the commercial break and i was watching lost and you were like oh i don't like lost and i think <laughs> you didn't like lost just because you were supposed to like lost because everyone liked lost i was it was definitely a victim of my own hipsterisms where <laughs> I uh yeah it's just I think it was in season 3 when uh when we when this was going on when we were uh, when we were dating and I was just I think everybody talked about lost every single I feel like it was amazing. Every, yeah, I feel like every other conversation I had with someone where it was like they would say, "Oh, this reminds me of this one time on Lost." And I was just so <laughs> sick and tired of people talking about Lost. I was like, "No, I'm not going to watch this show. Screw this show." And then you pleaded with me for a long time to start watching the show, and then you got season 1 on DVD and we just ran through it like in a weekend. And yeah. I I was just like, "Okay, you're right. This is a very interesting show." <laughs> Yeah, I I love that show so much. Well, let's say the first three seasons, I love that show. Yeah. Um, I was very dedicated, and I made it all the way through. But we were so dedicated that we made a pilgrimage in our marriage to go to the lost locations, which I'm pretty proud of. So We, we legit call it our lost pilgrimage, people. Yes, because we found the lost camp, uh, which was actually... Was it uh, what kind of camp was it? YMCA camp? Yeah, it was a right. YMCA camp. We're talking about Hawaii, like I, as most people know, like it was filmed in Hawaii, and we went on vacation a couple years ago, and you know even before we went on, before we decided to go to Hawaii, we knew that they they filmed Lost in Hawaii, and we're like, oh, we're we're gonna go do this. We're gonna go to the as many locations as we can, and we found all these blogs dedicated. Yeah. to finding these lost locations and like and giving you GPS coordinates and saying yeah. like oh you should do this you should do this on Thursday you should do this on Friday it was amazing and our favorite one was on the north shore of Maui 
and it was the no, YMCA. No, it was on Oahu. Oh, it was on Oahu, excuse me. All of it was on Oahu. Yeah, it was uh, the, yeah, like you said, it was a YMCA camp. Like the, it was the others camp? Yeah. In the show? You yep, know, like the uh, others camp. For casual watchers, uh, if, you, if you've never seen the show, you've probably seen a lot of advertisements for the show. It's that, it's uh, these little yellow hut-like uh, domiciles that are in the middle of a valley. You've probably seen advertisements for it. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. And we went there and it was amazing. We like take, took pictures like crazy. And uh, we went to the crash the crash site beach, which mm. we basically claim is our own beach now because <sighs> it was there was no one on the beach when we went there. And it was amazing because we were just like swimming in the waves and like no one was around us. It was awesome. Um you never have that happen on a beach in general, so that was pretty cool. That was the lost crash site beach. We also found the coordinates of the their camp. The first uh, camp, it, yeah, on the beach. Yeah, because it's like it was filmed in different locations, so we like mm-hmm. found the coordinates. We walked again. There's, it's been so many years. This was like what two years ago when we went. Mm-hmm. It had been enough time that like no one was checking out these sites anymore because it wasn't <laughs> popular anymore. It's been off the air for like four years. Right, or, but still, yeah. like we were just geeking out so hard. It was awesome. I think my favorite part was when we were walking on the beach and trying to find the location, we realized, oh, holy crap, this is like, uh, like, guys, if you've, if you've ever seen the show, like, if you've ever seen anybody walk in the show on the beach, (laughs) that's where we were. There was that one shot where whenever somebody is gone for a couple of days and they all think that they're dead, whenever they come home, they're walking in slow motion. They got the string music playing. They did that at least five times a season. We were on that part of the beach and we, you and I just reenacted like, we're like, okay, no, you, you go far away. You go far away and I'll take a picture and you come out through the trees and we're like, okay, now you do it. Now you do it. It was awesome. We just were entertaining ourselves. It was so funny. It was just awesome. <laughs> we have to post some of those pictures because I'm pretty proud of those pictures. <laughs> I'll post, I'll post some of those pictures on the blog, uh, on the blog post on the website. And uh, we might, we might even use it for the title, yeah. uh, for the title image. But yeah, this uh, the, uh, folks, the reason why we're bringing this up, we're not just trying to talk about how much fun we had in Hawaii, but the reason why we're talking about this is because this is the beauty of a nerd nuptial. This is the beauty of being <laughs> nerds together is that you will do something as crazy as travel to Hawaii to check out lost locations. You will go to Washington, D.C. to check out House <laughs> of Cards locations because you love this certain insert pop culture reference so much. Yeah. And it's just so much fun being married to a nerd. And that's the entire reason why we started this show. And it gets me thinking... We have a lot of friends. We have we have a lot of friends who are nerds, but we also have a lot of other friends who are like half nerds, like half nerd couple. <laughs> and it's we have we have a couple of people who I, I you know I talk to and say like you know so like what do you guys watch together? And they're like, eh, we you know we have a hard time watching movies together. We have a hard time watching TV together. I'm like, well, what do you mean? And they're like, well, I like. You know, like I, I like I like dramas. I like you know I like uh, you know like mystery thrillers or something like that. And she all she wants to watch is Keeping Up with the Kardashians and you know like and just listing off all these reality TV shows and everything like that. And if that's your deal, that's fine. Great, fine, good on you. Um, but it's hard when you don't have the same tastes in pop culture. Yeah, I I would have a really hard time. I mean, we have very few 
of these circumstances where either, you know, like, yes, I don't like Star Trek, even though you've tried. <laughs> I convinced you have lost, which I won. <laughs> but it's one of those things where we, you know, it would be really hard if you had such different tastes. So I, I sometimes feel for those people. I remember there was one friend I talked to and she was like, yeah, I'm just trying to like get as much as my shows in as possible before I get married. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, we won't watch them together. Like, I'll have to do it when we're not together if I want to watch. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, I guess I have a few things like that. But for the most part, we watch everything together. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, like 95% of the time, we'll, yeah. whatever we watch, we're watching together. And that I think it's weird. This See, for the couple, for the couple in my head, you know, it's not a big deal for them. You know, like, they're just like, eh, whatever, you know, he watches what he watches, I watch what I watch, or, you know, or they take turns, they say, like, okay, well, Thursday, you'll be disappointed, on Friday, I'll be disappointed, and, you know, <laughs> that, that just kind of makes me sad, because it is such a, a, a huge bridge for us, for you and I to enjoy our entertainment together, you know, the, the book, like, we have our own book club, you know, like, where we, where we yeah. read books at the same time, just so we can talk about it, we, we listen to albums at the same time, just so we can enjoy them together, and we... You know, we watch the same movies and TV shows just so we can talk about it more and spend time with each other. Like, just laying next to each other or sitting next to each other and not talking and staring at a screen, we see as valuable time together. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure it works. It's just, it's very foreign to us because we have very similar tastes. Yeah. Or I'm sure there's been some, you know, times when we've adapted to each other and we probably didn't even know it because it's just time and you know, we've yeah. rubbed off on each other. Well, one thing that I've definitely adapted to that I wasn't a big fan of was musicals. And I we've kind of we've kind <laughs> of referenced this before. And I always I always joked when we first got married about how, you know, like it's always a big deal when you blend your albums and you blend your books and you blend your movie collections. <laughs> and I said I was like, Yeah, she's inheriting hundreds and hundreds of really cool movies. <laughs> I'm getting a dozen musicals. <laughs> I know. I totally just had like the old timey musicals that or like movies that I really, really enjoyed. I that was one thing that I kind of think I rubbed off on you a little bit. Uh, maybe not a 100 percent, but I only bought movies that I really, really liked, like my favorite mm -hmm. movies I owned. And some of them we actually when we blended our movie collections, we had doubles of because we both think that they're awesome movies. Right. Uh, but for the most part. Mine were very, like, old-time musicals or old-time movies, black-and-white movies that I loved. And it's just funny because you had so many more movies than I did. <laughs> yeah, it was just, like, my collection just kind of enveloped it like an amoeba attaching itself to a smaller one. and and <laughs> But it enriched it. It gave it a little bit more culture, I have to admit. Uh, oh, well, thank I th you. I think, the, I think the main thing, though, is that, like, I, like, if you asked me, before we started dating, if you asked me, Oh, do you like musicals? I'd say no. Like the like the only thing that I really enjoyed was Rocky Horror Picture Show because it's weird. It's off kilter, you know. It's 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 different, and I don't really see that as a musical. I just see it as a funny, off movie that has music in it, and I think it all kind of stems from like so many things from my mom, where <laughs> she my mom hates musicals, absolutely hates musicals, and her go to hate movie is sound of music that's so funny 
and so funny and so for i like i i didn't i wasn't raised around uh, around musicals and so i just didn't really like them and then you came along and we're like no there's some really good ones out there tristan you don't understand and i was i was very resistant at first that's true even like getting you to the theater to see a musical i remember it was a different it was a different tone when we started dating as opposed to now when we go see shows all the time mm-hmm. yeah so it's interesting and you know it's cool sometimes how you notice that certain things rub off on you as your relationship grows and it's not necessarily a bad thing it's not like you're necessarily losing part of yourself it just means that another person is gaining a piece of you yeah I, you know what i think i can still win you over with deep space nine i think i'm gonna try again i think i think i can i think i can i think i'm yeah yeah i think i'm gonna okay. take a, a, a friend's advice and start you with season four with the introduction of Worf because that's the tng connection okay and then go on from there i think it's gonna i think it's gonna work i think it's gonna happen well we'll report back and see if it does <laughs> okay what well, what are some other things i think I, you know i want to talk about tv a little bit more and then and, the, and then move on to other areas of, of taste and everything like that so one thing <laughs> oh this hurts talking about it um one thing that was a huge influence to me during high school i mean gigantic <laughs> influence uh, you know it, it influenced my taste in literature it influenced uh my taste in clothing uh it gave me a hairstyle that i still have today <laughs> And I cannot find a new one that works for me. <laughs> it gave me so many things. It gave me like, the, it just kind of gave me this persona that I could lose myself in. Like I had a rough high school experience. And so I was able just to, you know, like go into this persona and just cut everybody off and just do my own thing. And I said, I was like, I had posters on my, on my walls. And I, and then when we got together, I was just like, oh, sweetie baby, I want to share this part of me with you. I want to, I want, I want you to glimpse into the history of me by watching the TV show Angel. And you're like, okay, I will. And you gave it like two episodes and you were nice enough not to, not to say I hated it. You just never mentioned it again and never... <laughs> Like that's that's the key to our relationship is that if I show her something and she never talks about it, that means she hated it and that I need to not bring it up. <laughs> it's so true. It's so sad, but like I if I know something's really important to you, I'm not going to bash it because that's just mean. I'm not a mean person, but <laughs> If I don't like something, we just don't mention it again. It just kind of dissolves. It just kind of <laughs> doesn't happen. Yeah. I like it do- and it doesn't hit me until like weeks later when I'm like, "Oh, we didn't keep it's going. True. Like we didn't marathon." I almost feel like I got away with something. <laughs> yeah. It's like, "Oh, man, she hated it. Crap." <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that was too cheesy for me. The cheese factor oh. was a little too too much. But I appreciate I like your hairstyle, so I pre- you know, at least there's I, that. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. But the thing is, though, is that I knew Sorry. that if you didn't like Angel, I knew that you would never be able to take Buffy. Because Buffy is ten times cheesier than Angel. That's what you've told me. <laughs> and we have some friends that you geek out hard with when you talk about Angel and Buffy. And I just sit there smiling. and <laughs> Just smiling and nodding. Yeah, and... and I could watch it so I could be in on the, the conversation, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's um, 
so a lot of people have come to me and said like wait you think green arrow and the flash and supergirl are too cheesy but you like buffy and angel and i go yeah yeah i'm not a teenager anymore you know like i'm not you know like i'm not i'm not 15 i'm not 16 anymore uh you know my tastes have grown like if angel and buffy came out today i would probably would not like that you know as a 20 as a 29 year old man you know with with a wife and responsibilities i would probably be like this isn't worth my time it's too cheesy but you know i you know i came out just at the right time mm-hmm. and i think you know i i'm not trying to diss green arrow or flash of supergirl cuz so many people like them i'm not dissing that at all it's just not my cup of tea i just i i don't like the acting i don't like the acting style i i think it's way too cheesy and but maybe if i was younger i you know maybe i'd latch on to it differently so i'm not judging it cuz i like buffy and angel and also i mean I, we don't need to go into lengthy conversations but also hercules and xena are probably the cheesiest <laughs> things that i like and i would never in a million years show you an episode of hercules or xena <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm pretty consistent when it comes to like, I don't have very many cheesy shows that I like. Uh, I, I think there's something to that, though. When you watch something, I think that it, you know sometimes it speaks to you at a certain time in your life. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you know, it spoke to you during high school when you kind of wanted a different persona. I mm-hmm. think there's something to that where. Sometimes this TV show can have more sentimental value than it is good necessarily, depending right. on, you know, where you are in your life. It, you know, can do something for you. Absolutely. And I, I feel like a lot of people don't respect that and understand that. And I mean that in both ways where, uh, you know, like take, you know, take Angel. Like you, like I love Angel. I think it's great, but I also recognize that it, grabbed onto me at the appropriate time and it doesn't mean that it's good it just means it's good to me and you you saw angel and was like yeah this is this does not mean the same thing to me but i'm not going to tell him that it sucks (laughs) because i'm a good person not enough people do that not enough people respect each other's likes and dislikes we need to do more of that online now obviously we're married and so we care about each other's feelings but you know like if i you know if i went online and said like i love angel i don't care what anybody says and like tons of people would probably say like you're an idiot angel sucks you know it's just like you have no idea what that show means to another person and at the same time you need to recognize that that show doesn't mean the same thing to everybody else exactly Yeah, yeah it's true yeah um another one of the shows tv shows that i think i kind of maybe maybe i like it a little bit more than you at first, I know that I loved it, and you were not about it. Was um, the Office? Yes, I. What happened was is that I lived in Hollywood for a little bit, and we were um, in a, we were doing the long distance thing just for a long, just for a little while. Yeah. And I watched the Office with uh, some of my roommates, and it was first season. It was it, it was all that we watched was the first season, and I was just like, oh man, I don't know if I can do this. This is embarrassing. I don't like Michael Scott. Like, this is, you know, this is just awkward humor. I don't really like awkward humor. Like, I caught myself, like, hiding my face because I was getting embarrassed for the characters. You still do that sometimes during Michael Scott moments. (laughs) I never do that. I've never done that with a show before. And I was like, who am I? And so I was just like, oh, The Office is not for me. But you love The Office. You would fall asleep to an episode every single night. Oh, yeah. I love The Office. I... I love the American office. Let me rephrase that. Yeah. I, I wasn't a huge fan of the, the British version, which you can judge me, whatever. But um, <laughs> I, yeah, I loved it. Uh, I definitely 
like season two on more and then when Michael Scott left then I was just like not really about it but I did I watched all of them I think I actually caught up two summers ago because I didn't watch once Michael Scott left I was kind of like eh you stopped watching it live yeah yeah but uh yeah I feel like I kind of convinced you of how charming that show can be and I love that humor the awkward humor (laughs) You do. You love awkward the dry humor. humor. I love awkward a dry humor. A whole lot more than I do. Yeah. You like, <laughs> like, okay. I, th- I I just thought of another thing that you love that I don't particularly like that well. And that's that, um, oh, that guy, the mockumentary guy, the, um, Christopher Guest movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> love those movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, you made me watch those. And I'm just like, okay. They're <laughs> like, hilarious. I'm glad you like them. Oh, no. Those are so funny. They're so awkward and funny. I love them. I love that dry sense of humor. Love it. I I think the only thing I like about those movies is you doing impressions of the characters (laughs) in those movies. I am not good at impressions. That's that's why it's hilarious. (laughs) Like when you go, everybody dance. That's right. I'm waiting for Guffman. <laughs> it makes me funny. Your uncle actually has a cat named Guffman. That's true, because he's because awesome. of that reason. So is he the reason why you uh, you love? Oh those yeah, movies? that's that's how I was first exposed for sure. Okay, so he's yeah. the reason why I had to put up with those, huh? That's right. That's right. All right. I need to pick a bone <laughs> with Uncle Rob. That's right. <laughs> okay, so actually, one TV show. Now you you won me over with The Office. You didn't win me over with Christopher Guest movies. But one TV show that I take a great deal of pride in winning you over, and we've talked about this before, but I, I, like I said, I take a great deal of pride in winning you over because you were so resistant, I think, for seven years. I, I'm pretty, <laughs> if not longer, for seven years, I said, baby, you got to watch this show. You got to give me at least one episode. And you just... Your, you stuck your heels in the ground and said, no, I will not watch this show. And I have no good reason not to. And, and that show is Gilmore Girls. Okay. So I think that kind of falls into the, like, the sex in the city syndrome. Um, when I was in college, like every girl owned all the sex in the cities and all of the Gilmore Girl episodes. And so, you know, the rebel like I am... <laughs> I'm such a rebel. I was like, no, I'm not going to like those shows because every other girl likes those shows. And those are stupid. So I would never watch Sex and the City and I would never watch Gilmore Girls. Since then, I have watched some Sex and the Cities. Not a fan. No. Yeah, not a fan. Um, But yes, it took me that long to watch Gilmore Girls. I think just because I kind of put it in that category that... I was supposed to like it. It's probably the same reason why you didn't try Lost. Just because Mm -hmm. I'm like, eh, too many people like that. It's probably not that good. And so, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm just stubborn in my choices just to be stubborn, which is pretty stupid if you think about it because you miss out on a lot of things. And I just want to point out that with Lost, it took a couple of months (laughs) for me to try it and love it. That just shows... Yeah. How stubborn what I is am. that show? <laughs> yes, it shows exactly how stubborn you are. It like there's a difference between months and years of stubbornness between us. 
It's so true. And and we watched that in like less than a month. Like we we watched all seven it's seasons true. in less than a month. It was ridiculous yeah. how fast we watched them. Now we have a we have a freaking fake travel poster of Stars Hollow on our wall. It's true. And it's not just in the office where we keep all the nerdy things. It's like in our hallway where the public comes. <laughs> <laughs> where every like in front of God and everybody. Yeah. That's right. Now, another thing that you're really resistant on, and I don't know why, is good 90s heartfelt movies. Okay, hold on. Hold on. You have to be more specific because just saying like, oh, you hate heartfelt 90s movies. No, no, no. I like 90s movies. I just sometimes I'm not into, I don't know, you have to be in the mood to watch a 90s movie. It's, 90s was just such a fantastic decade when it comes to comedies and romantic comedies and, and heartfelt movies and, and like even even dramas and everything like that. And I'm just like, hey, let's watch Clear and Present Danger. And you go, no. I say, hey, let's watch Heart and Souls. You go, no. I say, hey, I feel like a good cry. Let's watch Fly Away Home. And you go, screw you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have seen all of those movies and they are all good movies. You just have to be in the mood, and I haven't been in the mood lately to watch, I guess, a tearjerker or feel-good movie. Just these past ten years, I guess, you know. Just... Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually, uh, Matt and I, um, Matt Hansen, uh, my co-host on the Senate floor, we want to do a special all about 90s movies, like good 90s movies, because I feel like that is such an underrated decade of just fantastic films and... Yeah, anyway, I won't get into it right now, but I, uh, you know, we're, like, we're running out of stuff that we disagree on. Like, there's a, uh, there's the Archer cartoon that, <laughs> you know, like, that's, I, I don't expect you to like that one. Like, I, I, you, it was actually your idea to watch the first episode. Like, I, you, you knew it was one of my shows, and you're like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And you watch the first episode, and you're like, no, no, that is, no. No, it's too, <laughs> it's too crude. It is, it is crude. Like, I actually surprise myself that I actually watch it because I don't like crude humor. Like, I, I hate modern comedies because they're all dick jokes and it's just just fart jokes. And I just, I cannot stand all that over-the-top crude humor. I don't like it. I, I think it's lazy. But for there's just something about Archer because it's in cartoon form. It just makes me, it just makes me giggle. Like, I just You laugh. make an exception for that. I do yeah. make an exception for I'm I'm hypocritical when it comes to Archer, but I I never would expect you to like it. We do like um we watch cartoons though together. Like we like adult cartoons. Like we used to uh, when it was good. We used to watch Family Guy and American Dad, and now what we watch is uh is Bob's Burgers all the time. That's the only one we watch now though because that's true. We, we stopped watching Family Guy a long time ago. Yeah. It and changed. We, we stopped watching American Dad a couple seasons ago, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's just so like yeah. The only cartoon we watch is Bob's Burgers, and which is amazing. Which is one of the best shows ever made. I kind of pray that we have children like their children, like Gene and yeah, Louise, and super awkward, super awkward, but they love us and they're different they, yeah, and... loving family, but super awkward. That'd be awesome. Well, we didn't really we didn't really get to talk about. I don't think we should get into it right now because we didn't really get to talk about music or video games or anything like that. I guess we can give a brief overview of video games. I like video games like Tomb Raider and Battlefront and Halo and everything like that. And you like Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I am really good at Super Smash Brothers. You are really good. Like, I am Xbox, you are Nintendo. Yeah, definitely. That's how, I mean, that's how I grew up. And I, I didn't really advance beyond the Nintendo. Uh, I think it got a little too complicated for me, so I couldn't <laughs> handle the joystick or whatever. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. Like, one time, <laughs> this is so sad, we tried to play Lego Star Wars together. Oh, my gosh. And this is I, so sad. I could not make anything operate. And this is like a game, of course, that children play. This was a game designed for children. That's true. But I could not handle it. And like I was supposed to jump at one point and you like you lost it. You were just like, oh, my gosh, jump. Just jump already. <laughs> there was. OK, let me. OK, guys, let me let me interact for you. Uh, what What it's like playing Star Wars Lego with a girl. OK, here we go. Sweetie, just uh, just go up the ramp. No, the left control. No, the left control. No, you don't need to jump. You're facing the wrong way. Sweetie, just go up the ramp. Girl, just go, just go up the ramp. No, I no, I'm sorry that I'm yelling at you. Just go up the ramp. Just you know, you know what? Never mind. Never mind. We're putting in Mario Kart. We're putting in Mario Kart. It's so true. It's so true. Oh my gosh. I I, I lost my patience. I know. And then I never played a game again. <laughs> never, ever <laughs> again. But you whoop me at arcade games. You're really good I'm at arcade really games. I'm really good. I usually beat you at arcade games. I, I am man enough to admit it. I'm the skee-ball champion. Yeah. Skee-ball, um, hoops. Basketball. Basketball, yeah. shooter shooter games, racing games. You're, you're awesome at I'm it. I'm not there. so good at air hockey, but... You know, there there are times like there there's tons of times you've beat me at air hockey where there, <laughs> there was one time the next day like we we played air hockey for like it felt like an hour and uh, the next day I said I was like man baby my my right arm is actually sore from air hockey <laughs> and you without even a gap of thought you just went well I would say it's from all that winning that you did but we both know that's not true. I was just like, ow, oh, is there a red mark on my face? That's right. That's right. I just tell it as it is. I just tell it as it is. It hurts so much. Yep. But yeah, that's in the I realm do. of video games, that's that's where we that's where we stand. Yeah. Is that like, I like yeah. story-focused games. You like arcade games. I really like watching uh, you play those games because I enjoy the cinematic, you know, way that they're told, the stories are told. But mm-hmm. I'm just not very good at them. I would much rather play a shorter, yeah, co- concentrated game like Mario Kart or Super Smash. Now let's end on one note. Let's end on a, on a on a Star Wars note because we both are huge Star Wars fans. Uh, you were a, you were a kid as as a Star Wars fan. I was a kid as a Star Wars fan, and they there is a show out there that you are not willing to give a try, even though you're a big Star Wars fan, and that is Star Wars Rebels. I know, yeah. and I I feel like I just heard uh, fellow fellow host on the network Matt Rushing gasp when I said that out loud that you were un- unwilling to try <laughs> well, Rebels. I guess my reservations is that the characters are not really interesting to me when I've watched the little bit I've watched. The thirty I also seconds. I have a very busy yeah. life, and when you start to watch them, it's very late at night, and I usually am asleep. <laughs> um, <laughs> So that's part of it too. 
<laughs> is that I value my sleep quite a bit. But I don't know. I guess I guess it's interesting to me that they've started to bring in is it in Star Wars Rebels where they started to bring in some of those younger versions of the characters that we know and love? Yeah. Like Princess Leia and whatnot. Lando, yeah. Yeah. I think that that might be more interesting to me, but I think that one of the reasons why I haven't given it a shot is just because I I like the characters that I like, and I'm I'm not good with change, so <laughs> I I don't feel the need to watch new characters, even it's though true. I do love the universe. You're you're very much like you know what I don't want to learn all these new characters' names. Yeah, I know. I sound such like a I don't know set in my ways. Oh well. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's a good place to wrap up. I mean, obviously, it was it was hard for us to make up a list of stuff that you like that I don't like and I like that you don't like. And it was uh, because, I mean, this like this is a list of like 15 things that I'm looking at right now. And if you compared that, if you put that on a graph of the things that we do enjoy together, you yeah. wouldn't be able to see the divided list. It's true. It wouldn't even register uh, as a blip on the radar. And... I say that's a win. Absolutely. I think so, too. I feel like we always try to give each other a shot. So, like, if you like something, I'm going to at least try to give it a few episodes. I know you kind of brought up a few things where I'm like, eh, (laughs) not really. But I do try. In in about seven years, yeah. You do. You do. Oh, my gosh. Really? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. So, uh, like, tonight we're going to watch something. So, you you have to pick... Are you going to watch a Star Wars Rebels episode or are you going to watch a Star Trek Deep Space Nine episode? Decide on the air right now. Okay. Well, I feel a lot of guilt for the Star Trek thing right now, so I think you can milk that for all it's worth. So let's do a Deep Space Nine. I really thought you were going to choose Star Wars Rebels just because it's shorter. (laughs) (laughs) Rookie mistake, girl. Rookie mistake. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you, there you have it. You you finally got the episode that you've all been begging for on what divides us. And uh, we thank you so much for your, your topic suggestions. And please send us more. Uh, yeah. Just yeah, email us at contact at thenerdparty.com. Or you can go to our website at thenerdparty.com slash contact and uh, fill out the form there. And that sends an email right to me. Or you can find me on Twitter. I'm on there all the time. Uh, it, probably an unhealthy amount. You can find me <laughs> at the insane Robin. And uh, to answer all your question again, the girl does not have a Twitter account, nope. <laughs> so you will not be able to find her there. You'll have to talk to me through him. You can talk to her through me, but you can also talk to her by writing us a review. You yeah. can go onto iTunes, and if you give us a five star review, we'll mention you on the podcast. Now you can give us any kind of review you want. Now I recommend a five star one. I mean, Me too. I like the five stars. I like the five star ones. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, you can write us anything that you want. But if you give us five stars, we'll mention you on the show. Just like Morgan Estabrook. Thank you, Morgan. And yeah, and and also like check out our other shows on the network. I mean, the Nerd Party has three shows on and we're we're growing. We're getting bigger. We're getting more listeners. Um, aggressive Negotiations is just skyrocketing in popularity. You're seeing it on all these lists. And lots of you guys love the commentary that we did for The Force Awakens. So everyone needs to check that out. It was a lot of fun. Uh, That's hosted by John Mills and Matt Rushing. It's called Aggressive Negotiations. And also check out The Senate Floor that I co-host with Matt Hansen. They also do a sideshow. It's kind of a spinoff called Filibuster with uh, our good friend across the pond, Lee Hutchison, one of my favorite Scots next to Sean Connery. 
and Ewan McGregor. And yes, we thank you for all that you're doing. And yeah, and I just have to say one thing. I love you. I know. Join the revolution. Join the nerd party. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.